Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. Radio Free Galaxy. You know that funk's for me. By the power of the one, we be funking uh, for fun, baby. Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. And that's all you get this week. Just the two of us. Woo! <laughs> I made another funny. She likes to do those woos while they're they're <laughs> they're ill timed. For while I'm talking, she could fit them in between pauses, between words. Uh, but for some reason, nope, you're... nope, filled with glorious purpose. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, that Adam's feeling a little under the weather this week. But that's all right. We'll carry the show on. Uh, we're going to be talking about the last two episodes of Loki season two, streaming on Disney Plus, and we just got done watching it. So Christine's all filled with glorious purpose. Glorious up purpose her, up to her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, before we get into the spoiler discussion about Loki, though, let's uh, get into some business. Please follow us on social media, wherever we can be found. Uh, we are on uh, X and Instagram and uh, some other places, but the most important place to follow us is on Facebook. Uh, you won't get a whole bunch of nasty spam from us and sponsored ads or anything like that, but you will know when we put out new episodes, because that's where we share it the most commonly, is on Facebook. So just search for Radio Free Galaxy on Facebook and follow us, please. And also, please remember to subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. I work hard on it every day, uploading nostalgic videos that I find on VHS tapes, and uh, I digitize them, and I put up the commercials or the full episodes of certain programs, uh, especially like cartoons and soap operas and things like that. Whatever the copyright gods will allow and I find interesting, I try to put up there on a daily basis. So go check that out. We've got uh, over, I think, over 3,600 subscribers right now and uh, over 1.6 million views. So go check out Radio Free Galaxy on YouTube. And uh, Christine, if somebody would like to buy a Radio Free Galaxy t-shirt, how could they do that? That's right. a thing you can do. You it, can buy a t-shirt. It is. It totally is. So step right up, folks, and you're going to go to your old Google box, and you're going to type in Radio Free Galaxy Public. It should hopefully be within the first top three, and you'll see us in our alien visage, gorilla style. Uh, you can Usually there's a super sale on this site, so you can usually get like the t-shirts for like $14 to $15. I mean, heck, I'm actually wearing my uh, racer back shirt, which is one of my favorite shirts to wear on a Sunday. But you can get us in a pillow, like magnets, I think a face mask if you want to be super fancy while fighting disease. And you can even get us in pin form. Yeah, exactly. 
So, yeah, I think that's all of the businessy podcast stuff. Let's get into our review. And keep yeah. in mind, just as a programming note for the podcast, we we have kind of inadvertently switched to uh, doing Star Trek every other week. Just, uh, you know, we were doing um, Strange New Worlds every other week, reviews, and now we're doing Lower Decks. And after that, I think we're just going to pick another series or movies and talk about them every other week. But right now, uh, with the amount of really good content that um, Star Trek is putting out, we are just going to keep talking about that every other week. And then, you know, on the off weeks, we're going to talk about everything else that interests us, whether it's the new Marvel stuff or I think we'll probably be getting into Good Burger 2 uh, for our next non-Star Trek review. So that'll be fun. Christine and I are enormous fans of the original oh, Good yeah. Burger movie. So. Welcome to the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for really good things with that. And um, it's streaming on Paramount+. Plus, so... You know, you can watch it and then go watch all the Star Trek stuff on Paramount Plus too. Is Paramount Plus right is now is is, is 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 a really great streaming service. I'm about to cancel HBO Max because it's just too darn expensive and I don't watch it enough. But that Paramount Plus subscription is going to stay because I it's just really good. A lot it's of great, got great options. It has so many options yeah. and like in every genre, whether it's comedy or action adventure or even sci-fi, like they have everything in one spot. Like why would you want to go anywhere else? Yeah. So let's talk about these last two episodes of Loki. This this series is entirely too uh, short, in my opinion. You know, a lot of the early Marvel series were. Uh, they were lessened by the fact that they were too damn long and they might've had a, a good gimmick like, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision or Wanda, the Wanda Vision one. Um, yeah. but it, it got destroyed by being drug out too long. And this one with only six episodes just leaves you wanting so much more, yeah. which is exactly the way that it should be. While, um, these two seasons are a full story with a beginning a middle and an end uh it leaves the door open for more possibilities to be explored in this world and i'm I'm so there for it this is easily to me the over the course of two seasons the best of all the marvel shows that have come out on disney plus i mean i could think of few that i liked uh close to it as much but i mean there's there's some of them that were so bad uh captain america and the witch soldier one Ugh. was you know and uh i really enjoyed hawkeye uh miss marvel really liked and and there were a few other ones but out, out of all the mcu streaming shows right now after having watched this one this is is my favorite and i think that way pretty much because it's very near a, a great comic book miniseries. It's very, like, it's very, I want to say, 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, edgy, kind of cool, sciencey, but also really funny. I love the comic bookiness of it. And I also love that it's it's in the MCU, but it's it's a departure from it. You know, we don't feel obligated to stick a bunch of useless little cameos in the series. You know, the fact that it happens in this place that's kind of outside of time and space, 
you know, leads you to throw certain things in little nuggets here and there. But honestly, it can exist without the rest of the capes and cowls and all that stuff. And I just absolutely overall just adore this series so much. No, I totally agree. Like uh, season one, I wasn't quite sure if I was on board, but season two, like got me completely sucked in because not only is it a story with, you know, a God and time travel and stuff, it's also about the redemption of a bad guy who has turned kind of like a neutral good sort of, I guess, like, but like the storytelling and these characters are so fleshed out, like, yeah, I loved how fleshed out these characters were and everything about Tom Hiddleston's character in the version of Loki he does is just awesome. You feel for him, like he's trying so hard throughout this entire episode, even with like trying to figure out how to control this new time power in this world and it just it feels good like i i want more of it i was actually sad there was only going to be six episodes for this season because you're right every other show that has gotten eight or more episodes is complete junk but the one thing i want to see is i want to see more of this yeah that's the most important part of this it's not just good superhero or comic book story storytelling it's really good storytelling the from where Loki goes uh, as a character, as a as a god, as a person, from the beginning of season one to the end of season two, when you know we're we're talking spoilers here, when basically he he doesn't sacrifice himself, but he sacrifices his purpose. You know, he at at the beginning, you know, of meeting Loki in the MCU, you know, he says he's burdened with glorious purpose and to to sit on a throne and by the end of the this series that does come true but it's a very different throne than what he envisioned at the beginning and i love yeah i absolutely love that going from the first avengers movie and you know even before that but like the first avengers movie to this uh, this Loki, I mean, it's drastic. It's it's super drastic. And you could say, well, I mean, it's it's too much because, you know, we always want a villainous Loki in the world. But I think the change can be okay. It's It's very common in Marvel Comics for villains to become heroes and heroes to become villains. And this is a different telling of the marvel characters universe you know and i just like where it goes and and um it's it's it, that that whole aspect of the arc of it is is just great the arc of loki is just great and so the story of these episodes is that the whole timeline is falling apart there's too many branches and they think that they need to basically fix the loom so that uh, all these branches will stop branching off and, and whatever, they can restore the timeline. And Loki's like, you know, jumping, time slipping throughout and trying to get everybody back together. We see all of our characters in their former lives before they came to the TVA and he's got to collect them all together at the same point in time, in space and time. 
to get he thinks to get this to work again and there there always keeps coming these obstacles you know the there's always something there they figure out how to fix the loom and then they can't get out there to fix it soon enough and then they figure out that they need to do it earlier and it's just it's just there's never anything that's ever going to work without like a great sacrifice you know they find out from he who remains that the loom is actually a failsafe, you know, and that when there are too many branches branching out, it is meant to, it's meant, that's exactly what it's meant to do is not necessarily keep the timeline together, but to destroy the branches when there gets to be too many. That's the whole idea of the loom. They were thinking about what the loom is wrong. The loom is a failsafe to trim all of the branches when they get to be too many because he who remains knows that they will spiral infinitely and exponentially and never stop and so you have to you have to trim that off other you know it's 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 cruel but at the same time at the same time you know it's what needs to be done and they you know i i love the part where uh, Loki decides that he needs to learn centuries worth of <laughs> yeah. physics to try to fix this loom and he goes and does it. I mean, he's willing to sacrifice so much. And I mean, to an immortal God, it doesn't seem like much, but I mean, centuries to any being anywhere is a lot. And, and you have to be filled with a glorious purpose, burdened with a glorious purpose to want to even do anything like that. And uh, he does it, and, and it's still just never enough. And it's it's almost, to me, I, I see, like, I see kind of, like, images of the story almost being, like, a story uh, relating to addiction, where you want to change all of the factors in your environment, but it's nothing is ever going to really the timeline of your life and your life is never going to change until you decide to be the one to step up and change it yourself. Be the one to step out on that gangway and decide that this is going to be my purpose. And I'm going to grab all those strands, you know, by, and I'm going to hold them together and, uh, I kind of love that little parallel that it like, maybe I'm just making that up in my head, but it really, it really is his story. And, you know, uh, he tried to fix so many things without ever really saying that I'm the one that needs to be in control of all of this. Yeah, true. I, I was getting a Groundhog's Day feeling from that as well, but yes, it, the the visuals. Of well, that his... that sorry, but that's that's a yeah. great example because in Groundhog Day he had to do the same thing. He had he tried to change so many things about his environment and his situation and little things he did, but it really doesn't change until he decided to change himself. Yeah, he was a rotten human being. Yeah, he was terrible. And he had to completely change himself by doing it over and over and over again. And then time could t- yes. continue on. That's a great analogy. Yes. Actually. Uh, I love the visuals at the end when he is pulling all the strands of time together and it turns into a tree, which is like the Yggdrasil tree, at least in my exactly. head of like, every, no, that is, I think that that's, is I exactly think what the visualization it. was. Yeah. And 
I'm not the biggest fan of a ton of CGI being in any show, but this this show works so well. Like they do it in ways like especially with the mood lighting and the shading where it feels it feels right. Like I loved watching Loki and the show was about Loki. It wasn't about some other side characters, even though there were other characters that you did. And they were all wonderful. Like they were all wonderful. Yes, this season, Sylvie, oh my god, Sylvie is amazing. Uh, Obi, a new character for this season. I couldn't imagine my life without him being in this series. Like, they make the world in this show, in two seasons, feel so real and so well lived in that, like, I love Owen Wilson in this. I never thought I would say, like, oh my god, I'm an Owen Wilson, like, super fan, but after seeing him in this, it works. Like, it totally he's so worked. He's so sympathetic. And genuine. And, and genuine, exactly. He's so sympathetic and genuine to this character. I've rarely ever seen... I mean, I love Owen Wilson. I'm more of a fan of him than you. But I've rarely ever seen him be just this honest and stripped down and genuine in a character. There's some quiet moments in dialogue that he has in this series, and especially these last couple episodes that are absolutely heartbreaking that are absolutely so human and so emotional and so heartbreaking and he just nails it he has like the heart of gold and simple wisdom and just like especially like uh the few times he ate the key lime pie with loki and loki's just pissed off about everything and owen wilson mobius is giving this philosophy thing about eating this pie which is the greatest life uh advice he could possibly give you and just just like wow just this simple scene like he is the hunter with the heart of gold i love that like everyone in this show does a wonderful job i believe this world and i I, I love this world it's because of the characters and the actors and i mean because it's a very unbelievable premise that there's this time authority you know place and it's governing all of time and there's so much there's so much good science and also wishy-washy science, like all mixed up in it at the same time. And uh, it's, yeah, you really need these characters to succeed in what they're trying to do. Otherwise, it all seems very unreal, yeah. unbelievable, very, very matey-uppy. Uh, but, man, I just I just love it so much. I love, I love Loki's ultimate sacrifice at the end. And I love that he didn't necessarily have to die to make that sacrifice. No. He just yeah. had to realize, you know, he had to come to that realization. And I don't think he'll be stuck there for all of time. No. Like, I was honestly thinking they were going to cop out and start making him age as he was grabbing the strands and basically giving up his life force to bring back whatever order. Yeah. But the way they did it, it's like... Yeah, he finally gets his throne in a way he probably didn't think of it, but, like, he's happy with it. Like, he finally found some type of purpose in the universe, and it's to hold the threads of time. And and really, that's a very godlike thing. You know what I mean? When we think of, like, pantheons of gods, they all have a purpose. And, you know... Uh, his purpose now is to hold together the threads of time. That's a very godlike thing. You know, when you look to the heavens and you see a constellation and you say, well, that God does this, you know, and in this world now in the 616 or whatever, really, really this whole TVA thing is outside of the 616 of Marvel. But I mean, 
there's Loki at the center of it all, holding together all the threads of time. And there's other gods for other purposes and other things. And you hope they all come into what their actual purpose is. But I don't know. There's And it's all left open-ended where there could be so much more. And I just love it. And I love like that they decide to make a better future and, and keep the TVA. But like, you know, use it for good and and uh maybe try not to keep as many secrets and they still have huge problems to deal with you know they've still got a lot of variants out there of he who remains that's a Uh big fucking problem that's not resolved at all so we'll see where that goes in the mcu but for now loki's holding all of time together and i kind of love that yep i am all for it and i look forward to a season three if they get it because i was i could watch this series again and totally be like immersed yeah immersed into the show because it's it's just so great yeah even if they branched out and made it not loki anymore but just called it like the tva and they had the adventures of like you know uh, young uh, owen wilson yeah or ob you know and like what whatever some of the hunters and you know like it it would be a really great show like if it was like a cop procedural show and they had to go basically you know like sliders or you know um like uh oh we changed this thing now everyone's purple or something you know like uh oh we gotta go back and change that like silly mini series type of stuff where it's open-ended but the infinite possibilities could be there for something like that Yeah, so that's about it. We love Loki. We think you should, too. So definitely check it out, streaming on Disney+. Plus. Watch it and watch it again. It's some of the best science fiction content I've seen in a really long time. So anything else to add, Christine? I really like Sylvie's hair. I love Sylvie's hair. We didn't talk about her her season two hair. Her her kind of mullet look is very cool. It it's a very distinctive style and it works for her face and the shape of her head and it's it's really good it's looking. Rad. Yeah. All right. Uh thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with some Star Trek stuff. Bye. <laughs> See you later guys.